This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social, the team of the season so far. It is a special episode we thought we'd bring to you because basically there's not a lot of football going on and we thought we'd create some fun content, something different and for you guys to enjoy. So we have got team of the season and what's going to happen is we're all going to give our team of the season so far and we're all going to give our formations, players, all that jazz and see if we agree, which most likely for most part we will but I'm sure there'll be a few bits where we don't agree and we're going to talk about it. All right, boys? All right. So <laughs> the, reason, the reason why we're so... Oh, this Wi-Fi lag is so funny. Yeah, we're on edge because we tried recording for the first like three minutes and everyone just disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, but hopefully, if you're seeing this, it's, it's got to the miracle. point where it's made me laugh so much. Yeah, it's not painful at all. But Not painful. But you can hear me, right? Yes, everyone? we're all good for the, we're all good for now. So let's let's okay. crack on with the yeah. team season. You're in like let's 280p on, yeah. for me, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's on That's one. That's why I skipped for me. all the niceties. <laughs> 50p. Um, so yeah, I skipped all the niceties because uh, I just want to get we want to get cracking before yeah, we all crash. So in there. right, let's start then. Yeah, okay, fine. so Ben, first of all, what formation are you going with? Um. Well, I guess your classic four three. Uh, no, four, four two three one probably. Okay, fourth. Wait, four three two one. No, sorry, four four two three one. Four two three one. Yep, nice. And Ryan, what formation are you going for? Yeah, same mate. The RDZ way. Love it. That is a hat trick. I'm also going for that formation as well. So. Ben, let's kick us off with your goalkeeper. Now, this is actually probably the most difficult position and we'll start off with the most yeah. difficult because there's been a lot of rotation in this one. So, who is your choice as the team of the season so far in goal? Yeah, I agree. It's been like the top, probably the toughest one, which is very strange. Um, I changed it last minute, actually, to the person I've got now simply because I feel like the person I left out has made more mistakes, maybe because he's probably played a few uh, more matches. But at the same time, I feel like the mistakes that he's made are too ingrained in my head where I couldn't really put him in. But it's a very tough call because they've both equally made mistakes. But I've actually, I've got in goal Bart Verbruggen. I uh, got rid of Steele. 
I think the yeah, I know. <laughs> For some reason, just the mistakes that Steele's made and the saves that he could have made are more ingrained in my mind because I feel like, let's say the Villa game, for example, a lot of those I feel like Bart probably could have saved. Um, let's think Marseille away. I think there were shots that were like straight at him. Um, could have done a lot better, but didn't. Don't get me wrong, he's been a lot better now, but I think just because of those, early, those mistakes earlier in the season, for me, Bart starts in my team. Interesting. Uh, Ryan, do you first of all agree with Ben's comments and who have you gone for? I've, I don't. I've got Steele. Um, I've gone the opposite way. Um, just just because of, I mean, if we're going team of the season, it's who's played the best up until now. And for me, it's 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 Jason Steele. Um, I think he's he's been the better goalkeeper so far. This isn't a slight at Verbruggen by any stretch. He's he's very young and he's got a lot of time to improve. Um, but to me, I think if I was to go with who's been the best, you know, the team of the season, it has to be Jason Steele for me. I mean, he's he's done a good job in pretty much, pretty much every. I think he's almost been a little bit overhated, to be honest. I think he gets underrated quite a bit because. He's he's so good with the ball at his feet, as we know, but he's he really started to make them big saves for us as well now. So um, I think he gets a bit too much stick for what it's worth. And yeah, I've stuck with, with Jason in the in net. Love that. Okay. So then I suppose it comes down to me as the deciding vote, I suppose. Uh, but I actually disagree with you, Ben, in the sense of like the mistakes. When, when you were talking, I was like, oh, he's picked the same as me. He's gone for the same angle as me. But... Uh, he actually he flicked it on me. So, yeah, I'm also going for Jason Steele purely. I think in my head, mostly the mistakes I remember is with Bruggen. Like the, really? Sometimes when I can only name like two. Back. Yeah. Two or three maybe. I feel yeah, like Jason Steele well, made playing out way the back. more. I, I think with his feet, in my opinion, I think Steele is more accomplished right now. Not to say he won't be in the future. Um, but I think, yeah, the way we, the style we play with, you know, the ball at his feet, I think still has been better. Uh, with his distribution as well. Uh, and yeah, for me, Verbruggen has made a few mistakes that have st- stuck in my mind more than Steel. So yeah, I suppose that's what Just goes to show both goalkeepers Opinions. have made loads of mistakes this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we hadn't kept a clean sheet all season until what? Last two games. Uh, yeah. So, no, sorry, not, not Stoke, sorry. Just the one game. Um, so yeah, it's been a bit, a bit tough at the back, but there we go. So Jason Steele gets the first spot. Uh, and yeah, me and Ryan have gone steel and Ben has gone for Bruggen. So let's go then. Uh, left back and Ryan, if you want to start us off, uh, we'll go with you. Oh, you throw me, Maz. Normally we go, normally I'll go right to left, but okay, we'll go left to right. So we've got, for me, it's Purvis. And I think it's purely because of how good he is. Um, I know he has missed a portion of, well, quite a big portion of the game, uh, of the season, sorry, but, to me, I, I don't really see who else goes there in terms of who's played the best this season. We literally season. have one left back. <laughs> as much as I like James Milner, he's not there. Um, and, and also, I think if I was to put Gross there, it sacrifices his his best spot that he's been this season for us. So for me, it's Purvis's opinion. Yes, okay, he's missed a portion of the season, but in the last three or four games, that he's, sorry, two or three games he's been back for, he's probably played better than anyone else that's covered there this season. So um, that's the, the reason for my pick, mate. Fair, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's slim pickings at left back, isn't it? Um, so I'll go next. And I've actually gone... For Igor, now I know he hasn't played at left back too much. I know he's usually 
plays at centre back, but he has played a left back a few times and uh, I've been impressed with him in general. I think basically I wanted to squeeze him in because I've actually been really impressed with how he's played. So um, I wanted to, to, to weave him in somehow and I think Eagle has been fantastic when he's played. I know he had a bit of a slow start, but I think he's come on leaps and bounds um, since sort of when he was first introduced and I know he was eased into the team uh, especially with our injury woes as well. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I've gone for Eagle at left back, which is a bit of a left field one. Um, but yeah, because I feel like Purvis, as good as he's been the last couple of games, um, he just hasn't played enough for me. And that's why I've gone for, for Eagle. And then finally, Ben, who have you gone for? Yeah, Purvis for me. Um, yeah, like I said, we literally only have, have got one left back. I know people were filled in there and Eagle kind of can play there, but... And I have, I did, it did cross my mind putting Igor there, but simply just because of, like Ryan said, how world class Purvis is, it would be crazy not to put him in. And let's just think of the last few games as well, how good Purvis has been uh, when he's come back from his injury. Yeah, go on, Ryan. No, I was just going to say, I haven't really seen Igor enough at left back specifically to, to say. He's a, he should be the starting fullback. I think, obviously, Igor's a good player. Of course he is. I've, I've, said, I've said my praises on him before. I've, I've loved him since sort of the moment I've seen him at centre-back. But I think at left, doesn't quite... I don't know. He he doesn't offer anything near what Purvis can going forward. Uh, he's a very good traditional left-back, as can Milner be. Um, but again, I just don't think that he's played enough to really warrant being anywhere near that starting spot, just in my opinion, anyway. Right, completely fair. Um, and yeah, like I said, obviously I would pick, if it was came to like who would be your starting 11, Esther Pinyan is there all day, every day of the week, as Fury would say, seven times on a Sunday. But I think just because he hasn't played enough, that was my reasoning behind picking Eagle. But no, okay, so Purvis makes the, uh, takes the left-back spot. So now it comes back to our centre-back pairing. So we'll do them as a pair. I suppose, and then we'll, we'll take it from there. So I'll start off on this one, and I think it's going to be... I'm just going to put this out there. Yeah, it's... Let's just get let's just get through it and all say it at the same time, even though we have a horrendous <laughs> <Okay>. um, delay. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Lewis Duncan, JP Van Heck. Lewis Duncan, yeah, JP yeah, Van Heck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, very unanimous as we all expected. Um, just quickly, then, just really, really quickly, just give us one line on each. Uh, and Brian, we'll start with you. Uh, Duncan Van Hecker, just talk to us about how good they've been this season. Nobody better, mate. Um, no, they've been really good. And I think, to be fair to Lewis Dunk, if anything, if anyone, potentially he could have been the one looking over his shoulder here. And I think that goes to show how good that Van Heck has been. It's definitely good. Um, and also that, how yeah. good Igor have been. Um, so they, if anyone's actually looking over their shoulder, believe it or not, it's potentially Lewis Dunk, but they've still been so good together. Um, Van Hecker has been absolutely beyond expectations for, I think, pretty much everybody. By far our best defender this season, um, goes without saying, and uh, fully deserved. I mean, he's player of the season at the moment, isn't he? Let's face it. I know that sort of spoils the rest of the video, but uh, him and Lewis Dunk together, is it has to be done. Love that. And Ben? Yeah, no, I was going to make a very, very, very similar point with the fact that Dunk, uh, you could some some people could probably could argue that Van Heck's been the best centre-back that we've had this season. Um yeah, which is saying something because obviously Lewis Dunk has taken that crown. Probably our, one of our best players every single season, not just a centre-back. So the fact that JP Van Eck's done that well this year to be in the conversation of potentially being better than Lewis Dunk this season is pretty remarkable for him. And the improvement that he's made has been insane. So yeah, JP Van Eck, 
and Lewis Dunk is the pair for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Same for me. I, I don't want to sort of uh, go over what you boys have said, but yeah, pretty bang on. They've just been outstanding, especially uh, Van Hecker as well, considering it's his first season in the Premier League. It's just been incredible to to see how well he's actually done. And like you say, like Dunk is usually that guy, uh, but I feel like Van Hecker's probably elevated uh, those those standards. So yeah, clean sweep. Van Hecker and Lewis Dunk at centre back. Lovely, lovely stuff. So then that takes us on Played to right back, and again. <laughs> and I think it's the right back and again could be a clean sweep here and Ben we'll start with you though on this one. Oh, this yeah this was a tricky one and it might be recency bias and just because of how well he's done um, oh this is really stupid but I, I might put Jack Hinshelwood there over Veltman which is mental but I think just because it just shows how well Jack Hinshelwood has done it right back in a position he doesn't play um, in the greatest league in the world. Um, I think that could get him into it, but that's, yeah, that's a pretty tough decision to make because I've absolutely loved Veltman. He's that player that puts in a seven out of 10 at minimum every single game. But just because of how well Jack's done, yeah, I think for me, he gets in there, which yeah could, could be getting cooked in the comments right now, but it is what it is. No, that, that, that's fair enough. Um, I'll, I'll go next on this one. And, uh, yes, I've also gone for Hinchwood. And again, it might be recency bias, uh, but I've also chosen him. Of course, Veltman has been fantastic every time he's played and obviously the much more experienced right back, more natural right back as well. We all know Hinchwood should be really playing in midfield. But, um, yeah, he's just been so, so good. He's, he's added goals to his game. He's, um, he's, you know, the energy he's got that down that right hand side has been huge for us. Um, so yeah, I just think I've been so, so impressed again for someone so inexperienced to come in and hit the ground running like Hinchwood has. Uh, it's just been fantastic and long may it continue. And then finally, Ryan, who have you gone for? Yeah, three out of three, mate. Um, I've got Hinch as well. Uh, I think he's, he's deserved it. Um, in the last couple of months, I mean, to, to call on an 18 year old like we have done, as you say, it's, it's just unbelievable, really. And this isn't to discredit um, Joel Veltman at all, because we all know how good Joel Veltman's been for us. Um, and it wasn't long ago. We we're saying he has to start every week. Um, and there was such a big worry, such a big expectation at that right back. And to a point we've had to sort of tweak it a little bit, maybe, maybe go back three last few weeks. Um, but Hinchwood coming up and down that right side, as you say, he's added goals. Um, just all round flair as well, coming forward. He, he's been so, so good for us. And he's given De Zerbi a genuine headache for when development does come back as to whether he should even stay at right back, as we said before. So, um, yeah, what a player hint. She deserved to be in that, in that starting spot at the moment. Love it. Look at that. Clean sweep once again. Uh, That's mad. Yeah, I had no idea that that was going to happen. I thought you guys were both going to go development there. That's why I was like, I could get yeah, for this. I could tell you were scared. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. Although I think I've got one decision that so I, I have made been. in this team, which I think could get cooked, but I'm going to firm it and go with it. Oh, have we lost Ryan or is it just oh, me? No, Ryan's is on mute, I think. No, I'm here. I'm oh, here. Right. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I was leaving sorry. it for you, man. <laughs> I thought sorry, you. Sorry, I thought Baz was just following in there because we were about so far behind. No, sorry, sorry. That's my bad. Uh, yeah, it just wasn't trying for me. Uh, right. Okay. Yes. Clean sweep. So uh, let's get on to the centre midfielders then, uh, and uh, let's start with you, Ryan, on this one. Let's go with. Should we do it as a pair again, or do you want to do it individually? What, what do we want to do, boys? What in midfield are we going? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, centre midfield. Yeah, I reckon we've got the. I reckon we've all got the same two. 
We do probably. Sure. Um, we can yeah. just go as a as a as a pair if you like. Um, okay, go as, go go as a pair. And I'll go for it. Kick us off. Um, yeah. Okay, it's, it's got to be the two probably best players in the team in terms of what they've bought in terms of how much attention they've had on them um, with everything that's happened in the summer last last summer should I say so Billy Gilmore and, and Pascal the labour and the um, hood just been oh. so good for us. <laughs> Um, yeah Gilmore and Gross have just been by far the best midfielders we've got at the moment and that's not to say that we don't need someone else to help them out Um, but I think that them two they flow off each other so well and I think they're really forming that partnership I think because Gilmore's so young and because Gross is sort of so status you know the, the top man of Brighton it's like he's learning directly off someone that he needs to learn from so um, yeah, long may it continue with them too, because yeah, they. I think Gilmore's improving dramatically uh, under the wing of of Pascal. Yeah, uh, Ben. Yeah, got Gilmore and Gross. They, yeah, they've been class, and like Ryan said, it's been uh, a position that's been under the microscope this year, simply because of losing Carcedo and Lexis, and obviously, yeah, still not perfect, but they've done an incredible job with what they've got. To be honest. Um, they're not really the most defensive and physical players, but they've kept us in games and what they lack in defence, they you know, they give us so much more up top as well. So, yeah, uh, Gilmore, gross for me, for sure. Yeah, clean sweep once again, uh, Gilmore and gross. And uh, yeah, just uh, I just because we've covered everything, you boys are doing a stellar job in covering everything. But, so it doesn't leave me much to say, but uh, I will say Pascal Gross, his output this season has been incredible like the guy is just so so good and uh yeah just a massive shout out to pascal gross because he just he just surprises me every season how well he does i know, I know it sounds stupid because of how good he is and how how much he's helped brighton throughout the years i just he just surprised me every time the, the guy steps on the pitch and how good he is so yeah shout out to pascal but yeah clean sweep lovely center midfielders done so that takes us to the um three across the sort of forward positions then. So left wing, attacking midfield and right wing. So I'm going to start off and we'll start with right wing. And I am going to go for uh, Simon Adingra. And now, again, I think because obviously uh, due to Solly March's injury uh, and, you know, the fact he's played most there on the right-hand side, I am going to go for Adingra. I think he's still not the finished article. I think he's still got a lot of uh, improvement to be made. I, I don't, don't think he's you know, uh, one of our most outstanding players. But when he shows that flash of brilliance and that that injection of pace, I think he can be so dangerous and he can take a player on and he's got all the attributes to be a top, top player. So that is why I'm going with Simona Dingra and Ryan, who is your right winger? Yeah, Simon. Um, again, it's probably quite obvious just because of how good one he's been, um, but coming into the team like he has done them European trips. I remember, you know, especially that Ajax game, really saw the best of him with Ansu Fati. I think you probably would have seen the latter in this team if if we saw him when he was just hitting that peak, wasn't he? When he got that injury, but um, yeah, Adingra has been so good, um, so so good. I mean, as I say, there was so much um, sort of probably people looked over him a bit. Um, and he comes in with Solly March in the side, and obviously that's really helped him get into the into the starting eleven. But Adinger has been so good, and it's it's actually been a big shame since he's been injured because um, I'm sure Ben, you're probably going to follow on to this, but he's been so good for us. No, I agree. Yeah, um, I don't know how this is going to work because I do have a Dingra 
for sure. Um, but I'm just going to say, yes, he is one of my wingers, and that we'll leave it at that. Oh, wait. Wait, so, okay. wait. You're playing on the left wing, then? Just let's just let's just leave it let's leave it at that and okay. then we can go, yeah okay interesting interesting okay so all right then we'll go to the left wing then uh, and uh, Ben do you want to start us off then on the left wing <laughs> fucking hell right so I have been very so yeah my left wing is a dingra um, for obvious reasons uh, being I've left out Karo Matoma. Just because I've been very disappointed in him this season. Uh, so, I don't know if you're joking, why do you look so scared, mate? Like we are on a call on video. No, I'm, like, I'm trying to get. Right. I'm trying to get your reaction. But obviously, you're both <laughs> Wait, like. I'm just listening. I'm all in. No, I'm not battering. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you no, why. I've just been. I think the the ability that Matoma has, I think, has been a bit of a letdown this year. Um, looking at Sonny March's stats, who I've got in the team because he has such a good start to the season with just seven appearances. He got three goals and one assist in those first games. Like, imagine if he was still playing in this team and didn't get injured, it'd be way more. And Matoma's only got three goals and four assists in the league this year with set, with 10 more appearances. Um, I just feel like Matoma's been a bit of a letdown, to be honest. So, March and Medingra are my wingers. Wild. Wild. What? I mean, I do you know what? It's not I as mean... far-fetched as it could be, you know. It's not as far-fetched as it could be. I actually had a feeling someone would say it. Um, and I thought it was going to be me, but I couldn't. I it, there, there's not enough grounds for it, um, and I, I might as well follow on Maz. But I, I you guys not I'm sorry, you guys not um, um, let down with Matoma this year? Do you reckon or not? I I wouldn't say let down. I think he's just been overworked. He's been overworked. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, he's got okay. no Estupinian for too long. Um, since Estupinian went out, it was so clear. When you saw him with a Stupinian at the beginning of the season, we saw the Wolves game. The beginning of that first month, we were lethal up front, and that includes Julio and Ciso. Um, so I think to put it on Matoma is, is too harsh for me. He, he played every single game alongside Adingra, so their injuries aren't surprising. And I think if you saw Matoma with a Stupinian and a fit and a fit team, you would definitely have him in your team because he is by far our best and, okay. and the most technical forward. Yeah. You're saying that when he plays with Purvis, so like I think Adingra has maybe done better without having to rely on someone behind him playing at right back, overlapping and linking up. Adingra has maybe produced more just on his own accord rather than having to rely on someone else. Could you not argue that? Like Matoma should have the, which he has produced say, also as well. Matoma maybe should have maybe, I know you're saying he's overworked and I agree, but maybe he could have produced more without having to constantly rely on someone else. I mean, interesting take. I mean, I, I, you could say a Dingra hasn't has maybe overachieved in what he is in terms of a 21 year old who hasn't played in the Premier League before coming in at right wing for one of our best players. He's 100% overachieved in that essence. But to say he's better than Matoma is wrong, um, and to say he's probably anywhere closer to Matoma is also wrong. Um, but I think Matoma. I don't know. I just feel like he's been way too overworked for me personally. I think you could see probably a good five or six games that come to mind where he looked puffed and like overworked, completely done, like he shouldn't have been playing. Um, and I think that we had an unfit Matoma for too long. It would maybe be the fair thing to say. I don't know about you, Maz, um, but Stepinian, yeah. I feel like he really missed him. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I, I'm very much in the camp, uh, Ryan camp at the moment. But I, I do get what you're saying, Ben. Though, like, there's mm. definitely, there's, there's definitely a case of of, of calling out Matoma. Yeah, I'm not discrediting. Hasn't been up to scratch in the last 
Yeah, yeah, like not no, not to discredit him at all because obviously he has had it tough because yeah he, he went off, he's been out, he's now out injured and I think he has been overworked but I think there's definitely a case to say yeah there's been moments where we've all questioned Matoma and you know has he been up to the the capabilities that we all know he can be but to say over, so the course of from the start of the season to to now I think he has to get that spot purely because of the the player who he is and, and he has still contributed what all comps but you're just saying because of the player uh, he is, is it? do you think goals? he's played better I know but I'm, I'm looking at their stats together they've both got 17 appearances in the Prem uh, Dingra has one more goal yeah uh, with four goals uh, Matoma has three assists Dingra has one but Matoma has three more um, and then in terms of like attacking um, goals per match they both got 0.2 minutes per goal um, <clears throat> Dingra's is almost half of Matoma's um, Dingra's got 10 less shots than him um <clears throat> Sorry, and then better shooting accuracy, <laughs> shooting success is way better than Matoma. Shoot yourself. Um, so I know I've just got to love my throat because I'm getting so emotional for ripping into Matoma. Um, <laughs> but no, I just feel like yeah, for me maybe it's just from what I'm, I'm thinking this year. You? From this year, I think Dingra's been better than Matoma. Yeah, well, that's probably because Matoma's no. un- been overrun. But they, yeah, Dingra's been better. So the the name of Matoma shouldn't get in just because it's he's our best player usually. No, I feel like Dingra's been no, better. No, no, so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm still, I'm still going up uh, because you've got to remember as well. We're playing in what four competitions or three competitions, and so yeah. I think over the the whole, if you, you're not just looking at Premier League, I'm looking at the whole season. So I still think his output's been good, and his performances in general have been decent. But yeah, there's of course I agree with you. There's been times where I've questioned his ability, and I, I do agree with Ryan though. I think he the lack of Estepinian has really, really hurt him. Uh, and us as a team, I think in general, really, because uh, that left hand side was so strong when they were together. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I still think, in my opinion, I still think he definitely deserves a spot in my team. So I've gone for Adingra and Matoma, uh, and you've gone for March and Adingra, and Ryan's gone for yep. Matoma and Adingra. Okay, so yeah, we can confirm. Right. I, think, I think it's very Matoma, tight, but I do think that Matoma became yeah. underrated, in my opinion. I just think I think because. I think it's because we expected so much and expect so much of him that you probably, if you, and this is, I am not saying I have done this, but if you were to rewatch the majority of our games, I would probably assume that you would say he was better in the moment in hindsight than you would have done when you watched it first time. Because I, I do think if you were to look, as you said, to his stats, they're not bad at all. Um, I don't think, in, in fairness, he hasn't had enough competition, um, which is another thing. Um, but I just think that because of how the team's gone, everyone sort of expected Matoma to be the one when he gets doubled up on every week without his partner. I do think he's had it a bit tougher than probably on the other side with the Dingra. He's been a bit more of a surprise. Um, but personally, just think he's become a bit underrated. Just dashes me. Underrated? Look, this is why we do it. Oh, go on, Ben. No, I'm just questioning. Matoma's, saying Matoma's no, up, yeah, go on, Ben. You're saying Matoma's underrated still? Yeah, I do. I do. I think I think the the world doesn't see Matoma how good he is. They don't see like how good he is. As in, I think his his dribbling ability and how good he can be is by far one of the best in the league. Like you remember Amarez at Leicester, like his dribbling and first touch is genuinely that good. Yeah. That I think if he was in like a city side, you would really, really, really see it. Yeah, yeah we so still remember that Matoma touch against Sheffield you know, United, Hines, wasn't it? That was insane. Like we still have yeah. that ability. He's just obviously and I think he's overworked. That's, that's what I mean. So I, I think that the quality of Matoma is so high that maybe we've just become like, it's a bit like when Tarek broke in, wasn't it? And he was this massive, big surprise. You know, he, he 
he ruined most of the right-hand sides for us every single time. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, but Mitoma, I think, almost has followed a similar thing in terms of, okay, now Tarek, we want to do that every single week. We want you to do what he did to most teams in lockdown every single week. It's not going to happen. Uh, I think Matoma sort of followed suit once Estupinian went out and once he started getting doubled up on. Because I think when it was March and Matoma on either side last season, we had a balance. So people, if you were to double up on Matoma, you're going to let the right-hand side go. And if you're going to go on the other side and focus on March, you're going to let Matoma go. So I think that's where they were so lethal last year. Whereas I think Matoma and Adingra just haven't really followed that same path. That's not to look at Adingra badly or Matoma badly, but it's just how it's gone. It's just lost that chemistry. Um, so that's what I'll probably put it down to as opposed to Matoma as an as a individual. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Picture the scene all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Well, look, this is why we're in this game, boys. It's all it's all a game of opinions, and I love that we we didn't actually all agree. Good I thought it was going to be nailed on. Yeah, I thought it was going to be nailed on. I'm not going to lie, uh, but no, mate, I completely respect everyone's opinions. Uh, and it wasn't an easy decision, decision as well, points, by the way. Yeah, by all means, for me, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying the has been shot, and it was a really easy decision to pick a dink. I just think maybe he's picked him in my eyes. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just final thing yeah. on this, just no. because good, I want to move on shot. from from this debate. Just, just final thing, um, Ben. This is a question to you. Let's say they're both fit. Okay, all all wingers are fit. Who are your starting wingers? Everyone's fit. Everyone's fit. Fucking hell! Right. What? And at their at their best. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so this season, so okay, look, they're all fit. Come at the end of January, everyone's fit. Yeah, and you've got to start two yeah. wingers. Who are you starting? Well, a fully fit Matoma is better than a fully fit Adingra. We can all agree on that. But this season, Adingra has been better than him in my eyes. <laughs> so who are you more. picking, though? You're, you're not. You're who, not who actually you? outrageous. You're not outrageous yeah, at all. So yeah, no, no, that's who, what I'm saying. Oh, okay. A fully who, fit team. Who's starting? Fully fit, all match yeah. sharp. Um, yeah, you start Matoma for sure. And I guess maybe would you play Fatty on the right? Maybe. Wait, so, wait, so you, so you wouldn't play you March or Odingra? We're saying fully fit, oh, aren't so we? We're not talking about the team of the season now, are we? Yeah, okay. All right, I, I think we... Okay, don't worry. Okay, cool. And Ryan, who are you starting on the wings? <laughs> Same question to you quickly. What, as a fully fit side with everybody fit and everyone's great? Yeah, this is the same question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I'd go I'd go with March and Matoma, I think. Uh, Ansu Fati for me would be better in the middle somewhere. Um, pro- probably with Zhao, I think. Them two were, were getting really good together in the in the Europa League. So I would say that yep. for me. Nice. 
Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think I think I'd go for March as well, actually, on that right hand side. But I, I do quite like the Matoma Dingra combination, so I'd probably stick with them two on the wings. But yeah, uh, right. Let's move on uh, because yeah, we're 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 having some good debates here. So let's go with then the number ten spot or, or the attacking midfielder spot, uh, and I'll start off here. Now I've gone for uh, Ansu Fati. I think until he got injured. Um, I thought he started to find his his uh, like like Ryan just touched on. He had a really good connection with with Jao Pedro. I thought uh, up until he got injured, especially in the Europa League. Um, there was question. There was times where I questioned him. I thought his finishing sometimes was a bit poor. I remember that that game against uh, the one that sticks out to me was just um, the Carabao Cup game against Chelsea, where he missed that chance. It was quite a, quite, a, uh, quite a bad miss. And then yeah, there's a few other games as well. Where I thought his finishing wasn't up to scratch. But uh, when he shows that flashes of brilliance. I think he is a he's a top top player. We all know that uh, how good he is. But unfortunately, injuries are killing his career. And I hope for our sake and Barcelona's sake, he does get over that. Um, but I think in that number ten spot, I think once when he's on this game, and especially with the link up, because again, it will make a bit more sense with my striker as well. I think that connection uh, is top. So I'm going to go add to Fatty for this one. And Ryan, who's yours? Difficult because I don't believe that we've played with a proper 10 all season. Um, but I think when we've rotated between the two dropping back, and that's been Jao Pedro and Danny Welbeck, I think it's got to be Danny um, for me. Because I don't take Welbs as an out-and-out forward. I think when he's coming off the left and coming from in sort of a little bit deeper with Jao Pedro, I think that because it's so dynamic, it works really well. So for me, it's it's it sounds weird because I'm putting Welbeck as a ten, but I'm not. But that's just sort of where I have to put him if you had to put a a label on him. But for me, it's it's Danny Welbeck rotating with Zhao uh, sort of up front. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, but it's a bit yeah. of a grey area, isn't it, in the Brighton team at the moment because of our injuries? But for me, it's Welbs to put it on yeah. the thing. I just think he's so underrated. I think the quality of Welbeck is 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 so um, so one underrated again. But I think as well. People, um, I don't think he, he. I don't think he's quite understood quite enough. Um, I think the quality that he shows is is way too high to ever be doubted. Um, I think I think him and Jao Pedro is living proof of that. And the, for example, the goal against Palace, you you ain't scoring that <laughs> if you're unless you're a good player. So um, yeah, Danny Welbeck uh, for me goes into that ten spot if you like. Nice uh, and Ben. Yeah, in the Temra, I've got Jao Pedro. I think me and Ryan have probably got a similar front two, but the, the wrong way around. Um, but yeah, Jao Pedro for me in the 10, he's been incredible. I can concede and put Jao Pedro there if you can tell me that Danny Werbeck's your centre forward, Ben. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I agree. Because it was just hilarious because I right. can't wait to hear Maz's decision if he's put Danny Werbeck in the team, his number one hater. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'd be surprised to, to, to know well clearly because I went for Anti Fatty uh, so clearly I've gone for Jao Pedro up top uh, you can't leave him out can you uh, so yeah I have I have admitted Welbeck but look I, I've, I've got to give Welbeck his props he, we do he does bring a lot to this team a lot like we, I think we saw a difference when he was out and Ferguson's really struggled with form I think we've seen you know the quality that Welbeck can bring um, especially when it comes off the bench and even when he starts games he does add something completely different to our attack so I, I think Welbeck do you know what look I know I always joke about him like you know but he has converted me 
in in recent months. <laughs> you charm year. Me. Um, it, he's, he's charmed me, yeah. Uh, but he still didn't make my team purely because I, I like the Ansu Fati Jao Pedro combination. So that was the only reason why he's been omitted. Otherwise, Welbeck See, would be in that side. Um, so yeah. I don't know about people that are listening or watching. I'd be good to know if Fatty in their team this season crossed their mind. Because for me, I thought about him briefly and thought there's no way he gets in it. For me personally, I just think he's had he's shown class just around a little bit uh, just before he got injured. It took him obviously a, a bit to get used to the team and that sort of thing. But we did see obviously glimpses. And like you said, Ajax away was incredible. You could start to see how it was going to work. Just such a shame he got injured against Forrest. But yeah, I just don't think, for me, he cut it to get in the team, personally. Just because yeah, he hasn't done much. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I haven't seen um, even, not even enough of Ansu Fati. I actually haven't seen enough of Ansu Fati and I haven't seen him enough. Um, I just think um, to, to put him in a team of the season would be ridiculous. I think only because <laughs> we've only seen, what, three games, maybe four in that he's really shown how good he is. And that's not to discredit him whatsoever in terms of his ability, because obviously he is one of the best talents in the world. Um, but you, I just couldn't give it to someone that's only given a month, really, of, mm. of really showing how good he can be. When I think Danny Welbeck on countless occasions has, has really helped us out. Magis hates um, Welbeck. Alongside and couldn't, Joe Pedro, couldn't, should I say. Couldn't think of... I'm not. Look, I, I just want to. I want to fight my case a little bit here because I think. Because uh, look, right, okay. If we're going to talk about game time, right? Welbeck's only played two more games than um, than Antu Fati, okay? And Antu Fati's actually scored two more goals than Welbeck, and Welbeck's a striker. It's kind of worrying for Anzu, I'm not no, no, but I think that obviously, look, I'm not all about stats. So you got to use your eyes as well. I'm not, I'm not, just, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a stats merchant. Uh, stats merchant. I think you got to use your eyes as well. And of course, Danny Welbeck, like I said, I, I think he's fantastic and, and adds a lot. But I think Ansu Fati, again, he, I agree with you. I do agree with you. He hasn't maybe been at his best, and he's still got a lot, a long, long way to go. And obviously, injuries kill him as well. He just doesn't have that sort of consistency. But I think when he was in the team and, and that that relationship he was de- developing with Jao Pedro, I think it was starting to become something good. And then yeah, unfortunately, the injury just just cut it short. So yeah, uh, look, yeah, uh, I think Welbeck like, and, and I'd happily I'd happily take Welbeck in the team. Like yeah, yeah, a bit like what I said with March. Like if he didn't get injured at City, I think he would probably be in this team. Um, well, obviously, he is in mine, but um, you can kind of probably say the same case for Fassi. Let's say he doesn't get injured against Forest and that chemistry keeps building with all the other players then he probably would probably could have got into this team if he had stayed fit like he probably would have done some pretty remarkable things for us especially like you said that blossom in relationship with some of the other players around him um yeah it's just unfortunately the injury killed him yeah and Welbeck got ahead yeah. of him for me yeah I agree well there you go all right yeah, so Joe Pedro and Welbeck uh complete the 11 um, and there you go. That is Seagull Social team of the season so far. Eleven, uh, and that is uh, yeah. It was a great debate. We got some a lot of players actually. I thought that would be stat like absolute you know guarantees weren't, uh, which was was good to hear. So yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Now we have got a few more questions. So just for time's sake, we'll try and we'll try and smash through these just to give our sort of quick answers. So I've got a few questions I'm going to ask you boys, and then you simply got to give me your answer of who you think it is. So we'll start off with most improved. And Ryan, if you want to just kick us off. I think this one's, you know, probably one of the obvious. Um, 
to go from being um, probably someone that I wasn't quite sure on to dominating Erlen Haaland to becoming genuinely, in my opinion, the player of the season. Um, JP Van Hecker has been absolutely revolutionary for us. Uh, to think I was worried about missing Levi Colwell and no, um, nowhere near. Uh, if anything, he's actually been better than him this season. And I think he's only going from strength to strength. I think the the mentality that we said after the Stoke game, um, you know, to go from conceding a goal like he did, which was quite poor, <laughs> but then to, to fight back and, and get an assist like he did. Um, yeah, well, world-class performances from Van Hecker nearly every week and just keeps getting better. Never fails to surprise me. Yeah, um, and then I'll go next. Um, so I'm going to go with, uh, Van Hecker was definitely up there for me, uh, but I'm going to go for Billy Gilmore. I think he has... Uh, got better and better each week. I think he had a bit of time of, you know, uh, playing time was limited. He wasn't really getting much time. I think he was getting a bit frustrated with that. But every time he came on the pitch, he looked really, really good. And I think he's added something different to our midfield. Again, I think we do need another midfield. I think, Ben, you, you mentioned it earlier. I think we do need a, a, a bit more of a competitive uh, midfielder in there and a bit more of a physical force. But Billy Gilmore has been uh, getting better and better every week for me. Uh, and yeah, I will go for Billy Gilmore on this one and Ben <clears throat> yeah Billy Gilmore was definitely up there I think he would probably would have been second on my list but yeah Van Heck just pips him um, <clears throat> yeah, he's been incredible and like we said earlier don't need to echo what we said earlier in the episode about he's probably been one of our, our best centre-back this year so for that reason alone he'd have to be most improved for sure amazing so there you go Van Hecker, you are the most improved player this season so far. So you've still got room for improvement going into it. Now, the next one, um, I don't want to be too, like, too negative. So I've said, I, I, I've, I've given this a title of needs to be uh, needs to be more improved. So uh, needs improvement, essentially. Uh, <laughs> ben, do you want to kick us off with needs oh, improvement? Give it to Mr. Negative first. Great. Um, this is so tough. Yeah, drink tonight, mate. <laughs> I might have to after this. After seeing the comments when this goes live. Um, I reckon, <laughs> again, there's probably quite a few you could probably say needs improvement. Um, but I'm going to say... Oh, guys, this is really tough. I still haven't made my mind up on this, as you can tell. But I've got one name in front of me, so I'll just say it. I've put Carlos Belaba needs improvement. Good one. Wow, okay. I think... I think simply because when we first when he first started coming into the team, was it against Liverpool? And we all remember when he like went down with cramp and that sort of thing. You thought, okay, yeah, he's just getting used to it. But but that hasn't really changed, has it? Every time he does come on, or has maybe started, um, you kind of still have that, or still have that opinion of him that he hasn't really settled. Um, obviously, but um, obviously, yeah, Deserby doesn't really want to bring him on at times, um, and he's also publicly outed him. There must be a reason for that, and Tazobi saying he needs to improve, and I think it's only right that we can fairly say that he probably needs improvement as well. And Ryan, that is very fair, and I actually do agree with you. Um, to be honest, maybe Belaber could use a loan, something like that, if we can get adequate cover for him. Um, but I think mine, mine is just probably on the back of what Tazobi said to me the other day, um, but also. Just in general, we've probably been quite lacklustre and wanting more. Um, think it applies to maybe one other in in Bart Verbruggen, um, to me. But for this one, I've gone with Moderhood, um because 
age-wise, he's not in the young bracket like he is at the others. And I'm not saying he's not young, um, but he's not in that wonder kid bracket, you know, and, and one that you'd expect to take a bit of time. I'm yet to see much, uh, as I've said before, and I probably just want to see even just a little bit more would be enough. Um, but Modahood for me, just I don't quite know where he fits in our side at the moment, if he fits in our side at the moment. Even if we bought another midfielder to supplement the um, physicality, uh, I mean, I, he's not better than Gilmore. So, um, and he's not better than Gross. So for me, I need to see more from Dahoud. Um And also just want to say, can I just change my most improved? Um, because... I think JP goes on to a different version of this because you've got two similar sort of questions and I'm thinking about it. My most improved actually could be Facundo, um, just because I think of how much he's changed this season in the last couple of months. He's become one of our most important players from being out on the outskirts. So Facundo, for me, most improved. Um, and Dahoud, for me, needs improvement. Like it. Um, so yeah, uh, my most... Uh... The one that needs improving is also Motorhood. I think it's a bit unfair for Belaber because, yeah, he's still really, really young. And I think Dahoud's a bit more experienced. And also, his red card at Sheffield United really, really angered me. I think it was such a stupid thing to do for like for a more experienced player as well. Uh, I know it's just one incident and you shouldn't judge him on, on one moment. Uh, but yeah, I, that, I remember being at the game and it was just so frustrating because we were, we were dominating that game. And that ultimately cost us two points. And then... I think I think there's an element of trust as well from De Zerbi since then, and he just doesn't really fully trust him. Maybe, um, and he's made comments about him in the press as well. And I think he does need to be a bit better than he has been because purely because of his experience and, and his pedigree. And we all know he can be a top top class player, but he just hasn't shown it so far. So yeah, Mo Dahoud for me needs improving. Um, now next surprise package, Ryan. Do you want to kick us off on this one? Yeah, see, this changes again for me because I think I had him written down for it anyway, but I think the most improved then goes on to surprise package and just because of how much I underrated him and overlooked him was was Jan-Paul Van Hecker. I think thinking about it, I probably did expect what I see from Adingra. I didn't expect it to happen so quickly, um, but I definitely have been surprised by Adingra. Um, but I think it's worth saying that Jan-Paul has just been different class, as I've said before. So I think in terms of what I saw from Van Hecker last season to what I see from Van Hecker this season, you know, I'm seeing a player that was talking about championship loans to a player that I'm saying is better than Levi Colwell. Um, and that's in the space of five months. So for me, that's a surprise, probably more so than, than Simon, who we knew was, was very good at Union. So that's me. Ben? So I might was playing up. This is a surprise package, yeah? Yep. Right. I've gone with Jack Hinchwood simply because he is a surprise. I <laughs> didn't expect to be see him playing for us this season, for sure. And especially at right back. Um and he's got the whole package. He can defend, he can score, he can pass the ball. So it just sums up perfectly. I know that's not norm it's not normal what a uh, surprise package means, but if you look at it that way then I think Jack Hinchwood can be the only player, really. Um, yeah, he's been incredible and a very big surprise. Yeah. Yeah, I've gone for the same. Uh, I've gone Jack Hinchwood as well, uh, just because, yeah, I, I, I wasn't aware of him until this season. And I suppose he surprised me about how good he has been. So, yeah, I, I think uh, Hinchwood for me uh, is the choice for me. Uh, also, as well, I was going to say... Esther Pinion, now hear me out before you both go mental. Esther Pinion, simply the reason why, because of how... He was out for such a long time 
and he came back so good. Now I know I know we all know he's incredible, but the fact he came back like the same best player, left back in the league you know, comes just, back as best left back in the league. Well, Ryan, you, you you might think so, but I thought you know my my question marks were will the injuries kill him? But they haven't, so that was a surprise to me. So <laughs> I'm gonna uh, it's on that. Anyway, next uh, we're gonna go for best signing so far. And uh, Ben, you can start us off on this one. Yeah, surely it's a, we all have the same one. Jao Pedro has to be. Uh, right? Do you have the same? It's, it's got to be, hasn't it? It's, it's got. To be. Sorry, my yeah. thing was on mute. I need to stop doing that. Jao <clears throat> um, Pedro, yeah. I mean, 15, 16 goals this season, um, competing with Erling Haaland, Mo Salah in yeah. output, but also the performances, I think, in the last couple of weeks have been so much better seeing him off the left. But I will give a special mention just because I had a feeling everyone would say Zhao to Igor. Um, not saying he's been our best signing, but yes. I'm saying he could be That's definitely one of our better signings. Um, love that because I think for the moment I saw him play against Athens, I was very impressed. Um, you can see the, the quality he's got. So I'm, I'm happy with Igor. Um, but I must admit, yeah, Zhao Pedro is impossible to overlook, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, £30 million has been repaid before even midway through the season. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jao Pedro as well. But yeah, uh, I did have like my honorary mention to be Eagle because I think he's been really, really yeah, good. Fair. I think he's going to keep improving. Um, and then, okay, now these are a bit left field. I haven't actually briefed the boys. So this is going to be interesting to see. So Ryan, your most outstanding individual performance of the season so far. Um, outstanding means it has to come to me straight away, which means I've got to then go with probably the Ansu Adingra thing in uh, in Amsterdam was just, um, you know, we, we blew them away, I think, in that second half. Um, Jao Pedro against Marseille comes to mind again. Um, beginning of the season, Matoma against Wolves. Um, there's been a lot of good moments, mate. <laughs> um, there's What was the first half the other day, which I was saying, that is one of the best first halves I've seen. Tottenham. Um, and Jack Hinchwood in that game yeah, uh, with James Milner. There's, mate, there's some big ones here. Big ones here. I think if we're going to cut it down, it's got to be with what came to me first time. And I think it's got to be Amsterdam. Um, just looking at them two wingers in Matoma and Adingra. Sorry, not Matoma and Adingra, sorry. Them two forwards in Ansu Fati and Adingra. Um, just absolutely had them on ropes. Um, you know, the difference in class was just there to see. Jao Pedro was getting good as well. Um but I'd give an honorary mention to Jack Hinchwood against Tottenham because, um, you know, because of his age, because of playing against the best team in the world, in the world of God, in the league at the moment, <laughs> one of them. Um, I think it was a very good performance from Jack Hinchwood. So that is my second best, I'd say. Ben? <clears throat> what you were saying, Ryan, about how it has to come to you straight away, then the one that came to me straight away was Pascal Gross at Old Trafford against Man United. I think you're just incredible. Big one. Big yeah, one. They, Lamptey we in that game as well. What's that? Tarek in that game. Just Yeah, good. that's a good point, actually. That's a decent shout. Um, but yeah, for me, it has to be Pascal Gross. I think it was just incredible scenes. I think he got a goal. I'm pretty sure he got an assist as well. Um, yeah, just absolutely ran the show. And, and I loved him for that. So yeah, Pascal Gross at Old Trafford, I think, for me. So I was saying to Ryan, uh, I was struggling with this one really badly because like, yeah, my brain is fried. And so I couldn't really think of like, uh, and nothing really popped out to me, but the, the ones you've mentioned, uh, yeah, uh, uh, all great ones. Now I'm going to pick out your, your two just to make it, you know, so we get a decision. I'm going to go for 
Pascal Gross at Man United. Uh, I am going to decide with Ben on that one. Uh, yeah, just because I want Pascal See, Gross to win This is interesting something. to me. This is interesting to me because man in the match was Tarek Lamptey in that game. So if we're going off Man United, surely we're looking at Tarek. And this isn't to discredit Pascal, but I'm just playing on you here. No, that's a good point. Let, let's go Tarek there. Let's give it to him. Yeah, let's you give it to it Tarek. <laughs> That'd be such a weird <laughs> award, wouldn't it? Give, That'd be such a weird Tarek. award. That'd be a award, mate. <laughs> yeah. Let's give it to Tarek. Let's do it. All right. All right, Tarek, you've got it, mate. Well done. Tarek versus Man United. Brilliant. Uh, right. And then the final two, uh, best goal of the season so far. Uh, and I'll uh, kick us off on this one because I think we're all thinking the same ones. Uh, I've gone for Estepinian. And now you can pick between Spurs or Stoke. Uh, take your pick, really, on those two. Uh, but yeah, Estepinian for me, one of the two. I can't really decide between uh, them. Uh, we had a Ryan? debate on it on God, the last God, episode. You've pressured us. I'll tell you, Maz, we had a debate on it last episode where um, Ryan was saying that Stoke oh. one was more a harder technique. And I thought that was quite okay, a fair. Yeah, thing, that, but I still, that's fair. Yeah, that, I still that's prefer purposes against Tottenham, even though the Stoke one's a harder technique. I th- Agreed. I agree with you both on that. Um, I'm purely going to give it to the Spurs one. Uh, purely because one, I was there and like the angle I had was incredible. And two, I'm going to go with they, Spurs are, are a high caliber team as well. And again, that, that sounds really harsh on Stoke. And of course, you know, they're a decent side. But I think to do it in a Premier League game against Spurs in that game, meant, to come back, back as well. I'm I think back. the occasion as well. I'm back. Coming back. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's all like the, the whole, yeah, the whole sort of story behind it and, and the caliber of team I'm going to give to the, for the Spurs goal. But I do agree with Ryan. I think the technique on display was probably harder against Stoke. So, yeah, fair point. Uh, but, yeah, everyone, everyone agree oh. with that? Goal of the season? Yeah, sounds about right to me. Um, I don't think that there's many others. Mitoma deserves a mention against Wolves, as I said earlier. Yeah, um, that is a great goal, yeah. There's... there's there's a couple there, you know. Um, I'm just trying to think. But yeah, I think Matoma, cause just because of how much skill... I don't really think we've seen like a, a Messi-esque run from a player of ours before. So to see someone take the ball from the halfway line and just run with it was was great. And it actually ended in something. Um, so I think that's an underrated one. But yeah, I think it's Stupinian by far is um, that, yeah. that Spurs goal um, for what it meant, as you say. It's, it's a great goal. Fair enough. Right. And then final question, boys, because, uh, yeah, we, this is a long old episode, this one. Uh, who will be the best player from now until the end of the season? And Ryan, you can kick us off on this one. Best player from now until the end. That's a good question because we haven't signed anyone yet. But um, I, I, think, I think the safe bets to go with Van Hecker or Gross. Um just because of how good they've been. So if you want me to be really boring, I'm just going to go with Pascal Gross <laughs> because that may end up coming back to bite me because he may get injured or something, which he hasn't been he so never far. Gets injured, touch wood. Um, no, why have we said that for? Why have we said that for? Yeah, God, jinxed, that's yeah. not a good idea, is it? Wait, he's the one player um, that's but yeah, Pascal our injury Gross curse, to be fair to him. So he must, he must have some special powers. Oh my gosh, this ain't a good conversation, is it? Right, I'm going to stop talking before I jinx anything else. Um, yeah, for me then. And then Ben, Pascal Gross as well? Boring, boring answers, Pascal. Yes, yeah, the obvious answer, isn't it? Um, but let's say Van Heck, let's say he kicks on, not kicks on, but keeps bringing these performances and being the leading centre back, then I think yeah he could be the it's answer for sure. or Purvis, yeah. But um, to not be boring, I'll say JP Van Heck. 
Nice. Uh, and I'm going to go for Jao Pedro. I think he's going to keep scoring. He's going to keep being the boss that he's I think he's going to get better and better. And he's going to get two. What's he on goals now for the season? 15, yeah? I'm going to say he's going to score 20, no, 30 goals this season. How about that? Have some of that, you turkey. And uh, yeah, I think all from the penalty spot on and keep being better. That's Palace fans. Yeah, all from the penalty spot. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there you go. That is our team of the season so far. And we also did a bit of extra stuff about like best improvement, uh, you know, all the best signings, all that jazz. So we hope you enjoyed it. It was a bit something different. We thought we'd, you know, give you and it's a whole hour of us waffling. So we hope you appreciate it and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, as per usual, boys, thank you so much for joining me today. And of course, everyone listening, watching, all that good stuff. Make sure you subscribe and keep subscribing, keep giving us ratings and all that good stuff. Peace. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. By fans.